All right. Welcome to another fantastic episode of My Orgasmic Life. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I'm your hostess with Mostess, Gaia Morissette. Uh, if you don't know who I am, I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist, BDSM wellness specialist, a high priestess of divine sexual magic and elemental magics, and a pro-dominatrix. And today we are going to talk about monogamy, conscious monogamy. I know everybody who follows me is like, what is happening? What is going on with Gaia? Because <laughs> everybody who follows me knows that I personally practice ethical non-monogamy. So for me to drop in to have conversations about conscious monogamy might be like, what is going on? This is kind of exciting. It's like, you know. You never know what's going to come out of my mouth next. All right. So the reason we're going to talk about conscious monogamy is because in, in relationships, there's like two major categories of relationship st uh, styles. There is monogamy and non-monogamy. And in each one of those categories, there is a series of different styles that you can explore and different ways of exploring that particular genre <laughs> of relationship personality trait. So today we're going to talk about monogamy. And when we talk about monogamy, there's three different major styles of monogamy, monogamous relationships. There's true monogamy, which means that you are not attracted to anyone other than your current partner. Meaning somebody hot walks by, you don't, you don't even notice them. Means that when you're, you know, uh, you know, having sex dreams, it's only about your partner. Uh, you're not looking at porn because you have, unless the porn is porn that you've made with your partner, and that is only that you are truly, only attracted and sexually aroused by your partner. Now. I just need to say this, the percentage of the population that that is a true statement for is very, 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 very tiny, 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 tiny. And this is why we have to come into conscious monogamy because you're not truly monogamous unless that is your reality. And yet, culturally and societally, we have been told that that is the only relationship style that is okay and is acceptable okay so the truth is is that the majority of us walking on this planet the human race is actually non-monogamous meaning that they find themselves being drawn to and attracted to more than one person that's all that means and if that happens to be you, which is like most of the population, there's a couple different ways that you can lean into this. You can lean into this in a way that's ethical and honorable, um, where you consciously choose to be monogamous with your partner. Um, however, you choose to, you, you still acknowledge in your relationship that your partner is attracted to other people and you are attracted to other people and that's normal and that's okay, but you trust one another because you're honest with one another and you can lean into um, choosing monogamy. 
Even if you're not monogamous, you can choose monogamy. Or you move into the world of non-monogamy where, you know, there's a whole series of stuff around ethical non-monogamy versus non-monogamy being that you are cheating, which is another conversation that I'll be having shortly. <laughs> Probably next, maybe later this week. <laughs> Anyways, so um, let's go back into conscious monogamy. So we have, so we have our true monogamy, we have unhealthy monogamy, and I'll get into that in a second, and then we have conscious monogamy. So unhealthy monogamy is where we are pretending, and I put in quotations for everybody who's like listening and not being able to see me right now, well, unhealthy monogamy is basically what's happened is that you are delusional and are pretending you're truly monogamous because you're, that's what you're told that you're doing, yet you're not actually monogamous, you're non-monogamous, and you're lying to yourself, and your partner's lying to you, and you're lying, and there's a whole bunch of like incongruencies where, that are happening. You feel shame, you feel guilt, you feel awful, you know, you know, here's a great example of that is that, you know, somebody, you know, is walking down the street, you happen to find them attractive, your partner's like, I saw you checking them out. And you're like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I was not checking anybody out. It's only you. I only have eyes for you, which is a lie. It's a lie. And in that moment of that lie, that simple lie of preventing yourself from having this horrible drama, blah, 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 all the shit that goes along with that, you know, the, the end of that conversation, um, it's just you lie because you don't want to deal with the drama that's going to happen. So what if you could actually just say, yeah, I was, and your partner was like, huh. Cool. What did you find attractive about them? This doesn't mean that they that you're not attracted to your partner. It doesn't mean that you don't love your partner. It doesn't mean that you're planning on you know in that moment wanting to fuck somebody else, um, or wishing to you that you could fuck somebody else. It doesn't mean any of those things other than as human beings, as human beings, we are actually hardwired to be attracted to more than one person. But because we have conscious choice, we don't actually choose, don't have to choose to act upon it, or we can choose to act upon it. But the point is, is that we want to move from that place of moving out of that delusion and that lying to ourselves and the shame and the guilt and the fear and the jealousy and all the dysfunctional shit that happens because we're not being honest with ourselves and we're not being honest with our partners. So, and this is, you know, it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be like, Oh my God, you don't love me. You don't want me. You're going to cheat on me. All of that shit, it doesn't have to live there. It can just be like, yeah. It's like, it's like looking at a sunset. And if your partner is looking at a sunset and enjoying the beauty of the sunset, does it mean that they don't find you attractive anymore? No. <laughs> it has nothing to do with those two things. Don't have anything to do with each other. 
right? So, so that's where unhealthy monogamy lives, right? Is that a lot of people are moving in a place of monogamy without consciously awareness and choosing it. Not, there's no choice. It's just like, this is what we're supposed to do and this is how we're supposed to behave and this is how we're supposed to be, you know, act. And that's it. That's all. Okay, so now let's lean into conscious monogamy. So we're no longer in the place of delusion or lying. Oh, I just need to say something else. When we are constantly lying to ourselves and to our partners, this actually facilitates the beginning of this um, dishonesty and mistrust in the relationship because you're being deceitful to yourself and to your partner and so that drop like dropping into that energy is where the helps to facilitate more insecurities more fear more craziness and more jealousy okay so i just needed to point that out because the truth is is that part of your your partner's like something's wrong something's off you're not telling the truth yeah because you're not because you're not telling the truth to yourself okay so so let's move out of the unhealthy monogamy. Let's move into the conscious monogamy. Oh, all right. So now we've moved into this new place of I am not monogamous, but it best serves my relationship. So there's a couple different reasons why people can consciously choose monogamy. Um, one, it's a little less, it's a little less complicated <laughs> than having ethical non-monogamy um you know relationships where you're trying to navigate more than just you and one other person there's more moving pieces right so uh, for a lot of people they're like ah that seems like just way too much fucking work <laughs> way too much work one relationship's hard enough ah, more than one relation nah yeah, I might be attracted to other people, but I don't want to do the legwork that goes along with making sure everybody's happy and healthy and sane and blah, blah, blah. So that's one reason why people might choose conscious monogamy. Uh, another reason is that there's the, the benefit of, um, you know, when you're raising kids and child rearing. And so this, you know, sometimes can make things less complicated. Like often choosing conscious monogamy is usually about making your less your life simpler and easier and a little bit less complicated that's that's usually the the main re one of the main reasons um now there's another reason that um is important is that you may not be ready for that next phase of of your relationship and you're still working through your own self-esteem and self-worth and and being able to love without conditions and you know healing you know some wounds and at that point you know it might be much better for you guys as a couple um to lean into conscious monogamy than it would be for you to like jump into ethical non-monogamy where you're opening up your relationship in new ways and that might be just too much um, for for where you guys are at in your relationship and that's okay too um you know the beautiful thing about you know human beings is that we are always growing and always changing and so it's okay to to move through you know, relationships and love and sexuality as looking at as it's not like indefinite, not 
define forever, all right? Like that's a really important piece of that, right? Um, and really looking, diving into like, what are my love paradigms? What are my sex paradigms? Are they in line, okay? So that is what the basis of conscious monogamy and learning how to move in that way is really beautiful and quite amazing. Um, so that you're really in that space of being honest in your authentic, your authentic self, as well as being honest in your authentic self to your partner. And your partner gets the same permission to be authentic and honest with who they are and with you. And there's no lies. There's no, there's no weirdness. There's no, we don't have to hide anything or feel bad or guilty or shame that, you know, we thought some, we were at the grocery store and we saw somebody's ass and we we're like, mm, nice. And then we're like, oh my God, we're not supposed to think that way. And we're not supposed to feel that way. And so now I have to beat myself up for being a douche for, for feeling that way. And, and, you know, and then it also can lead to, you know, betrayal and all sorts of stuff. So why now okay so say we're so say somebody's listening and you happen to be truly monogamous like they they happen to be truly monogamous now this is really important if they're truly monogamous not from a place of insecurity not from a place of ownership not from a place of somebody else needs to complete me. That's not where they're moving from, that their their safety is all wrapped up in that. So that's, that falls into our category of unhealthy monogamy. So that's not true monogamy, but that they're truly monogamous, that they have no desires about anybody other than one person. Then, and you happen to be somebody who is comfortable leaning into being consciously monogamous, but it's really important that you have that conversation with your partner, you know, with your potential partner or the current partner um, so that you're straight up and honest about it. And it's kind of challenging to be all in all fairness to have, because the monogamous person has to be okay with the fact that you actually aren't monogamous, but you're choosing it. And that you actually are attracted to more than one person. And the monogamous person um, needs to be okay with that and not feel like you're, they're settling or that you, they're not important to you. So there's but stuff. So ultimately, not, it's not always this, doesn't always happen this way, but ultimately, please pick somebody who, if you can, pick somebody who is in line with you. It will make your life so much easier and less complicated. And you won't have to spend thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to come see me because shit's gotten fucked up and is awkward and not balanced, right? So I'm, I'm a firm believer in prevention. <laughs> that's, that's to be said, like, if you haven't done that, that's okay. You can still come see me and we can sort it out and figure out how we need to navigate this, you know, how you help you support you navigating this but if you happen to be single right now take the time to figure out who you are who who you are are you monogamous or are you not monogamous uh if you're not monogamous are you good with conscious monogamy or is that like something that's not good for you right like who are you and then find people person or people 
that are compatible. That will make your life easier. I'm all about easy. <laughs> Pleasure and easy. Not the hard, not the suffering, not the drama. Okay? All right. So if you're like, oh, well, this sounds really cool, Gaia. Like, I, you know, thanks for having this conversation with us today, which, you know, I'm hoping all of you are thinking that. <laughs> I have this really awesome course that I have just developed called Navigating Conscious Monogamy. And it is online and guided online course. Um, at this point, um, once it's done, it'll be turned into a self-study course, but I highly recommend coming and taking the guided course so that you can ask me the questions that you want that's specific to you, as well as the awesome learning that happens when you hang out with a group of other people doing this self-discovery. You get to hang out with your tribe, all right? So it's happening in October. It's only three classes long, and I will put the link in the description, um, in the show notes, in all the places so that you can find the link to how to register for October's Navigating, your con navigating Conscious Monogamy. All right. Mwah. Have a beautiful day. May it be filled with truth and honesty and integrity. <laughs> and of course... Lots and lots and lots of juiciness. That's it. That's all. Oh, actually, that's not it. That's all. Oh, I'm really bad at this selling part. <laughs> all right. So here's the ways that you can hang out with me. You can come see me at Succulent Living for all of your sexual wellness needs, for coaching, for courses, for classes, for speaking, all the, all the juicy things that I do. Um, you can follow me on social media, on all the social media platforms under Gaia Morissette or Empress Gaia for all your BDSM needs. Um, for all your BDSM needs, you can find me at EmpressGaia.com. And don't forget to subscribe and listen to My Orgasmic Life on all the podcasting platforms. This way, you can download me and be, I can be the dirty little secret that no one needs to know that you're listening to. <laughs> and I can make your workouts more entertaining and fun. Um, so you can like listen to me, download me and listen to me at anywhere in your life, in, in any place. So you can find that on Spotify, you know, Apple Podcasts, all the platforms. And you can also find um, the episodes, all the wonderful episodes on my website under my blog. Uh, my Orgasmic Life podcast. And yeah, now that's it. That's all. All right. Mwah. Have a juicy day. Bye.